Nowadays, nothing really is. Ice cream. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey on, blinging she ice. Freeze, freeze, photo, photo, please, please. no photos. No, no, jeez, no, 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 please, no photos. Hit the door and the dome and just whole team here, money some. Still young, but I move like a Veteran. new deal to my lawyer. If you're down in my management, I'm just warming up a way to lie. Oh, producer saw the numbers one. Settlement. Different colors in my baggy light. Chalk it up, talk of the time where you're talking up. Wanna get you a ring, are you tough enough? Wanna get you new things with your pockets dull? Run it up. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move humble cuz. They hate in the jealousy. My mama telling me, count up your blessings and run it up. Nowadays, nothing really is ice Only one of me and no. Nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Pricey. I got wifey on bling and she Icy. Freeze. 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 Photo. photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. No, no. No. Please. No photos. I keep giving game away. I put game on layaway. I got paid to play today. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. I got paid off pain today. Thought it'd take the pain away. In my own lane, finger roll. I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard it's on the market for the low. Who the realest, we might never know. All this acting, you gon' play a role. Give you the world when they sign you up. Try you out and then they line you up. Ooh. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food. Now you're all on live acting, surprised, but you was fooled. Boy, get out the way, it's been a day, now you're old news. Now you got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my moves. Nowadays, nothing really is. Ice Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Pricey. I got wifey on, bling and she Icy. freeze. Freeze. Photo. Photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Please. No, no. No. no, no. Please. No photos. Five. Nowadays, nothing really is. Ice Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's Pricey. I got wifey on, bling and she Icy. freeze. Freeze. Photo. Photo. Yes, we're here live in the morning time. This is your brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like that, Nick Lover. But keep it cool with you guys. Law Nation, grab your cup of coffee. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this thing going the best way possible. Y'all already know how this thing goes. We got a couple more seconds before this thing get to going. Really appreciate everybody that's jumping in. Let's go. appreciate you guys let that beat feel you let it shake your soul a little bit right <laughs> yeah the morning time for your mind the talking of the doc prescott i told everybody mama uncle cousin tupac and biggie i told everybody that the off season will be centered around a quarterback Centered around drama for your mama. Centered around Dak Prescott. Centered around should you pay them earlier? Should you not pay them? Should you move on from them? And all of that stuff, all of that stuff will always get your mind thinking and beyond thinking about this team. Have different thought tracks about the quarterback. Different thought tracks about the owner. Let me know if I'm lying. Because that is just what it is. It's always designed to move you from the main focus. And the main focus is... Team, team, team. Uh, I recall doing a tour of the star in Frisco and they got letterings and, and words of quotes and inspirations and aspirations all around the building. And one of the major points that I saw uh, was a, a capture of team, the team, the team, the team. Nobody trumps the team, right? Nobody is bigger than the team. But what happened here, collectively speaking, the salary cap, which the owners from the players, right, 
of saying, okay, they're not the evil ones. It's the players that's the evil ones by them declaring or demanding money, right? Money. Look, the, the craziest thing of it all, they say for the love of money is the root of all evil, right? Right, right, right. That's in a good book somewhere, right? But if you read a little bit further in that same context, it says money answereth all things. It doesn't say some things. Money answereth all things, meaning that if I need an answer to something, and, and that's in a good book. You guys can uh, challenge that if you want to. It, it says money answereth all things. So if I need an answer to something, follow the money. <laughs> follow the money. That is the reality of it, Cowboy Nation. Just follow the money. And, and when you follow the money, you, you will figure it out. The team, the team, the team is, is, is not really the team. Because my belief is this right here. If you all was on Rain Dakota Prescott, if you all believed in him, then you would have paid him earlier. You do not allow somebody to be pushed out there to get sullied and denigrated and stretched out time and time again, getting beat up, getting punched left and right. Remember this. When you go buy you a new car, right? Let's hear me out, Cowboy Nation. When you go buy you a new car, you're not going to park it outside, especially when you know it's about to rain, especially when the weather conditionings are not all the way there as it relates to maybe hailstorms. This is about to happen. Knowing that you got a three-car garage, regardless of the car, you're going to pull that car into that garage. You're going to cover it because you covered it, right? Because you want to procure it. You want to make sure that it can go beyond the length of times before, you know, it's ready to resell. Or it can make that appearance so it, it cannot go to waste. I cannot tell you guys or stress this out the further. All right. So let me see if I can pull this up just for some context. Uh, uh, there was a, uh, a quick excerpt that I want to read before I play the audio about Rain Dakota Prescott. But this one right here, I, I want to pull up Richard Sherman. Are you guys aware of Richard Sherman? Uh, it's tough. They were asking about, you know, the quarterbacks or what have you. And I don't know when he actually said this or what have you, but it's floating around. And it, it is right here. I hope you guys can see it. Uh, he says, that's tough. I played against uh, Manning, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. They are all great. But the toughest quarterback, you know, he said the toughest I've ever played against for for sure is Dak Prescott. Dude has it all, right? And I don't think, look, if anybody knows Richard Sherman, you know he ain't going to lie to kick him. He flat out is not going to lie to kick him. And he says, dude has it all, high IQ, athleticism, looks, poise, arm strength. He is special. Now, let me know if any of you guys that played in the National Football League that's watching right now knows more than Richard Sherman against playing against Dak Prescott. If you played in the NFL, maybe you can have your talk grace right now to counteract what he's saying or lamenting there. I don't think that nobody's watching my show right now. Played at the level of Richard Sherman. I'm not trying to pump, pump, and cheerlead this thing all the way, but I'm just, I just like to bring out facts. It makes my teeth white. Law, why are your teeth so white? Because I'm talking facts. <laughs> why are your teeth yellow? Because you don't talk facts, right? When you talk facts, your teeth get white. <laughs> I'm just playing with y'all, by the way, for all of those sensitive people out there with yellow teeth. But what I'm saying is that you guys know that Richard Sherman do not lie to kick it. And that's the reality of it. And shout out to him. Appreciate him and all of the love and adulations that he have towards uh, playing this, this sport or what have you. But it is what it is. Let me put the chat box up because I always love to put that up so people will not run away. And let me see who the first person in here. I always like to give a shout out to the very first person up in here. Shout out to Streamlabs but, and Stream Elements. But shout out to Asmodeus right there. What's good? And let me know you part of the notification squad. Uh, Branch, 
Roland, Katie, what's up with you? Shout out to you, Jacob. Everybody that's here, man, I really appreciate everybody. KD, always up in here as well. And Bam 4K Gold, man, all you guys, man, let me know y'all part of the notification squad. And it doesn't matter what time I go live, like 95, y'all y'all show y'all beautiful faces, man. And I love that. Man, let me give y'all one of these right here. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Here we go. Here we go. This is Sparta. Yeah, yeah, appreciate everybody, man. All right, so let's let's go with this thing. Jay Love, appreciate you said Dak stays consistent and has always. Yeah. Uh look, my thing is with Dak Prescott, here here's the situation. Not to just make this a full, full-fledged, like Dak Prescott this, Dak Prescott that, Dak Prescott this, Dak Prescott that, Dak, 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 Dak. Because there's a certain uh, stamp, stance out there that now they're calling people that that spit the truth Dak heads, right? So now now we're Dak heads. Nevertheless, uh, my thing is, with Dak Prescott, the thing is, every year he improved. Now, it would have been a different situation in the story that he, he, he regressed or he didn't go through his reads better, right? Or he didn't make and develop better passing of the ball 10 yards or more because coming into the league or whatever, Dak had his warts. And I, I used to tell people, man, hey, man, he got to be able to step up through the pocket. He got to be able to see that better. He got to stop looking at one particular side of the field. He got to use the whole field, and he didn't do that that much his rookie year. And what they did was they, they caught him by surprise. Just hear me out, Cowboy Nation. I got to bring in some objectivity. They caught him by surprise in 2016, but it was serviceable enough with the running approach, and our offensive line was a little bit better. But in 2017, if you guys get what I mean, they said, nah, what we're going to do is we're going to take away Dez, we're going to isolate and put Cole Beasley in the bracket. Pretty much they bracket covers Cole Breezley, and it was struggle for him. They counted and said, ah, you can't trick us this year. And he had to overcome of being a one-read guy. So he worked on his mechanics, still, still had a rough delivery of the ball. 2017 wasn't that nice, by the way. But what happened was he finally figured out, okay, okay, you're going to load the box? Okay, you're going to put everybody, mama, uncle, cousin inside the box? Okay, that's good, that's good. Bring them. I'm right here, and we ain't going anywhere. You know, yeah, I remember that. But he was like, bring it, you know, and they bloated the box, and he was able to overcome that. So the name that stuck there on everybody in 2017 was the Dink and Dunk because he didn't know how to really beat those two deep safety looks or the one the one-on-one to the outside with everything compressed. So he finally got able to get beyond that. But the problem was in 2018, hear me out, hear me out. The problem was with that is that the Cowboys, the front office, they were so stuck in a crawl of we're right because they wanted to bring in wide receiver by committee. Oh, newsflash, not just the wide receivers by committee. Oh, we're going to bring in tight end by committee. You guys remember that? You guys remember that? So that was the issue in 2018, believe it or not, even though they went and got a uh, Amari Cooper. On the flip side of that, I believe that year, believe it or not, like Ripley's, Ezekiel Elliott was the leading receiver for that team. So that really qualified for a lot of dinking and dunking, right? But that's just how it was in 2018. But when you look at the full complete year, he became better since that time frame. And one can argue, well, it's because they got rid of certain certain coordinators and stuff like that. But Jay Love says Dak is solid. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty appreciate everybody for jumping in. So my thing is, my thing is, for everybody that says, okay, well, Dak doesn't elevate, I come here to tell you guys, although Cole Beasley was cold when he had, uh, uh, what's his name? Tony Romo, he never had the season that he had until he got Dak Prescott throwing the ball. That's facts to that. It's not me just throwing opinions. You can do your own homework and come back to report to me, right? Oh, Randall Cobb. All everybody was saying that, oh, Randall Cobb, he was wasted. He was washed up. He was nothing. You know, I, I watched this show, uh, the show with my daughters, man, uh, Moana, 
and uh, Maui, you know, he, he was uh, this guy, this demigod, you know, I think is the rock. And, and he had, he was a shell of himself because of the fact that he lost all of his powers. And he was telling the young lady, Moana, he told her, without my hook, I am nothing, right? <laughs> That's what he said in the cartoon. And that really stood out to me. He said, without my hook, I am nothing. And basically, that they were saying that Randall Cobb was nothing. Then all of a sudden, he comes over here to the Dallas Cowboys and get resurrected, and he get multi-million dollars to go down there to the Texans, and now he is nothing. I guess without Dak, Randall Cobb is nothing. Let that marinate and sizzle down in your spirit. That's a little country Wayne when I say sizzle down in your spirit. Let that marinate, though, right? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh. Do you have somebody else law before you hit this play button? I have Amari Cooper. Oh, Amari Cooper with, 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 with the car brother. I forgot his first name. Y'all can put it in the comment box. Oh, Amari Cooper was nothing. A lot of people saying that, hey, he is a guy that's inconsistent. He dropped, he played basketball with the football. He do not complete his routes. He is not a game breaker. And all I've seen since Amari Cooper, even, you know, he's been consistent or what have you when he's playing for the Dallas Cowboys. And even when people try to sully and disgrace and denigrate his name, <laughs> he's still uh, through and through top five as it relates from a statistic, uh, I guess from a stat category, statistical category. Wide receiver production, he's been there. Oh, okay. Shout out to you, Asmodeus, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the man lost his mom. Yeah, his brother, broken ankle, got paid peanuts for three years and has been doubted his entire career. Yes, he rise above it all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, Asmodeus, man. You, you spitting nothing but the truth. Facts. Facts. The man lost his mother, his brother broke his ankle, got paid peanuts for three years, and has been doubted his entire career. Yet he rise above it all. Nothing but the, the truth. The man lost his mother, Let's his brother again. broke his ankle, got well, paid peanuts up. for three years, and has been doubted his entire career. Yet he rise mm -hmm. above it all. Boy, look, a lot of people, look, a lot of people, man, they, they, they fail to realize Going through that, losing your mom, losing your brother. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys should sympathy pay, but that is a testament. That is, that, that, that is a strong situation to go through, meaning that everybody that's in this chat, everybody that's watching today, you would not be here if it wasn't for your mom. Let that sink in. You would not be here because if your mom is not here, you won't be here. It took you to come out of the triple darkness, reaching out. And the craziest thing of it all, every baby that's born must cry. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful sound when the baby come out and cry, right? For you to lose the first person or the first being that you ever communicated with, man, that's deep. And nobody will ever, 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 never, ever, ever, ever know how that would affect you in the long term. You know, so it's just one of those things that, man, <clears throat> we, we already know that that Dak Prescott deal with that issue on one end. And then on the flip end, on the flip side of everything, for him to lose Jace, oh, my God, his brother. Everybody know, you know, a brother and your mother, man, that's some deep stuff. That's some deep stuff. So shout out to Dak Prescott for continuing to never fold, to, to never show his side of weakness, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate you, uh, uh, microphone. <laughs> appreciate you, uh, a, a microphone. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but, but appreciate you. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go with this thing. Come. You know, with all this quarterback talking – New contracts and the Dak saga just completely dragging on year after year after year. Uh, I, I, and this may be nothing to you. You can automatically dismiss it if you want. But I'm just asking you if it's making you second mm. guess paying a guy on 
the Dak Prescott level. Dak is on the second tier of quarterback levels. We threw him. When Phillip Rivers retired, I automatically had my poll question ready for the show. Uh, Rank Rivers amongst the guys that were on his tier. Rivers, Romo, Roethlisberger, Eli, Matt Ryan. And we have that tier for Dak, or at least we did until this past season. Wentz. Before they go further, are you guys able to hear that? Uh, that's from uh, Sean and RJ, and uh, that's from 105.3, the fan. Uh, we listening in to them. We're going to give our feedback. And on that tier, that first tier, who do you rank higher in that tier uh, of, of quarterbacks that, he, that they just mentioned there, by the way? Uh, who do you guys rank higher? Uh, I do know that tiers do not – do not uh, qualify or or solidify that you will win a uh, a Super Bowl. Uh, tears does, does not do that for you. Just because you're born in a certain state does not mean that you will be successful, right? Just because you got this and that does not mean that you will be you will be successful. So, uh, but they going down to tears and the amount of money that you will pay a person or when you should pay a person, and they're gonna go and talk about. Uh, Dak Prescott in his tier and the new tier because, you know, uh, Drew Brees, I think he's going to retire. Or he's out the door. Uh, Phillip Rivers, he's going to retire. He's out the door. Big Ben Roethlisberger, he's still out there. Uh, I think that he want to play one more year. And I recall, I remember the time when, when Tony Romo had his tears or what have you, or they had the tears for Tony Romo. And I was arguably – uh, Tony Romo arguably can you can say that he was one of the top tiers quarterbacks. Now, of course, people like to associate the tiers with playoff wins and Super Bowl wins. Uh, I always say this: if you move, like, like let's let, let's be real, Cowboy Nation. If Sean Payton had Tony Romo opposed to Drew Brees, would he at least had one Super Bowl with Tony Romo? Or, or if um, I guess if you would say that. Mike McCarthy and uh, the previous coach from there had Tony Romo opposed to Aaron Rodgers. Would he at least made it to more playoffs, right? We'll see how all of this stuff breaks down. Uh, But let's go. Let's go. Uh, Past season, Wentz, Goff, Watson, Cousins, Dak. He didn't throw those five guys. Garoppolo, Jimmy G. Throw him into that mix. Three years ago, two years ago, we were having conversations about those guys on the same levels. Goff, Wentz, Watson, Cousins, Garoppolo. Now, you homers out there, especially some of you local Cowboy uh, media writers, oh, you, you always want to act like that was never a conversation. Like you knew that you know Dak Prescott was just better than those guys the entire time, even though the Cowboys have one playoff win to show for it in an 8-8 eight and eight season when Dak last played 16 games. But you continue to be kiss-ass homers uh, if you want to. These were right. real conversations that were taking place everywhere else. By the uh, way, so- <laughs> hey, hey, he going off, man. And my thing is, Shout out to him, whether that's RJ or that's Choppy or, or Sean. I, I I don't know who it is. Y'all can help me out. But but my thing is, Cowboy Nation, the, the reality of it, when, when we start talking about, look, one can argue and say, all right, cool. No playoffs, no Super Bowls. But let's be real with ourselves. Come on. Are you really thinking that Jason Garrett was going to take Tony Romo to the playoffs, to the Super Bowl, to multiple levels, a, a coach that was learning on the job at training, you know, all of that stuff. Hey, let's be real. And then for him to ultimately lose Tony Romo, get a rookie quarterback at the fourth round, not even first pick out of the fourth round, to ultimately turn this organization around. Oh, and then he goes over there to Giants land, and they're ranked one of the worst offenses in the National Football League. And I'm talking about Jason Garrett, not even talking about the coach coach that we got now, right? So let's be real. Look, it's hard to judge a quarterback when you have that type of system that's going on, that everybody knew what, what play was going to be ran, right? Now, when you add in the mix, I can only imagine what Andy Reid would have did with a, with a Tony Romo, right? You know? <laughs> or, or one of these, I guess, forward-thinking, progressive-thinking 
coaches out there, and I'm not trying to sully or denigrate Jason Garrett, but we heard rumblings and news, and, and, and Grandma used to say this, not everybody's lying, right? Not everybody's lying. We used to hear T.O. speak out. Oh, that was like, okay, cool. All right, that's T.O. He speaks out. But then we heard other cats speak out, you know, even the uh, the guy that dropped the ball, Pratchett Creighton. I said, oh, wow, okay, cool. He's speaking out. Oh, we even heard the news of Dez Bryant speaking out again, coach, right? So now oh, oh, so now everybody's lying, right? Or, or, or those guys are just disgruntled, right? Uh, we heard uh, uh, Bryce Butler, and I, he don't have a leg to stand on to speak out, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? And I think it was somebody else uh, that spoke out. Oh, 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 even he's he's still here in Texas. DeMarcus Ware spoke out against the same coach that that is supposed to lead us to the promised land for all of those years. And I'm not trying to peel back an old womb and, and pour alcohol down it, right? But the reality of it is that you got to contextualize it in those fashions. That, that order should go Watson, Dak, Goff, Cousins, Wentz, Jimmy. Watson, what? Dak. That order yeah. should go Watson, Dak, Dak. Goff, Goff, Cousins, Cousins. Wentz, Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. Right now, you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, oh. the point of the segment is Watson, look what happened. After all those guys got paid. All those guys got new deals. Garoppolo got paid. Very little sample size. They mm-hmm. want him gone in San Fran. Wentz, we know he's an absolute disaster. He appears soft, mentally weak, a crybaby. They gave him the win over Doug Peterson. They kicked their Super Bowl winning coach out of town. Carson's still not totally happy. They, they are insulting Jared Goff nonstop in Los Angeles. Jared Goff got his new money just like Carson did. Kirk Cousins set the Dak Prescott template mm. for how to work this franchise tag. They got him in Minnesota. Everything guaranteed. No one loves Kirk Cousins. Stephon Diggs wanted out. He goes to Buffalo and finds Josh Allen. Uh, and Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, when we listen to that list or what have you, one thing that I will say about that list, didn't all of those guys get paid their money? Now, I do know that when we start talking about, well, they got paid their money, so we shouldn't compare Dak Prescott to that because we'd probably be missing out on that because of the fact that they play horrible. That's, that's kind of crazy, right? Can you imagine you going to work every day, you busting your chops off every day, and somebody down the street, they get paid and they they fall off the map so now the owner and the manager and everybody else within that organization looking at you saying you know i'm not about to pay you because i seen what happened to tyrone over there down the street i saw what happened to ashaniqua down the street there too so i'm not going to pay you because i'm gonna miss out on that my thing is my argument will be this should Dak Prescott get $45 million or $50 million? I, I wish I could play that button that says, hell no. He shouldn't get paid that much money. But the problem is with the Joneses, they sat back too long, and they, they caused this to happen. Because right when it was right at that sweet spot, 22 to $28 million, you could have finagled that thing. It would have been some people that's angry and upset. It would have been some people. A lot of y'all would have been mad, but – Right now, y'all would have been granted like a chess cat because you would have had him under that contract. He would have been cheesing. And then you could have went back to him and said, hey, you are performing this contract. We'll pay you a little bit more. Think about this. Let this sink in to your mind. If you paid Dak Prescott 27 to $28 million, close your eyes and imagine, you would have had enough remuneration money, bag, coins, paper to pay Byron Jones. Can you imagine Byron Jones on one side and Trayvon Diggs on the other? Woo! That would have been nice. That would have been good. But by you holding back, sitting back, letting all of this stuff fester and fester and fester, not going to the doctor about your headache, not going to, to the doctor about this and that, right? By you not getting that situation, I'm about to cuss, by you not getting that situation resolved, <laughs> you, you, you now in this pickle. Instead of paying the brother the 26 to 27 million, you got to open up that wallet. You got to drop that bank. You got to pay that man at least upwards of 40. 
<laughs> and then you got you can look at what Deshaun Watson did. Whoo! Deshaun Watson, the best thing that ever happened to him was Dak Prescott injury. Because if Dak Prescott were, were to play, play this entire year out, Deshaun Watson, when he went 4-12 or what have you, because Dak Prescott, I truly believe he wouldn't have finished the season 4-12 for crying out loud. Hey, they would have been like, hey, gosh, gosh, look at, look, look at what happened. And that probably was the best thing that happened for uh, Jerry Wayne and company too. But I digress. Let's listen to more what they have to say. And the two other guys who got paid have been Deshaun Watson, fantastic player, 4-12 and season, now once out after signing that new deal six months ago. And, of course, Patty Mahomes, he's back in the Super Bowl he's the Super again. Bowl. He's in the Super <laughs> Bowl. So, with the exception of Mahomes, five other guys who got recently paid with their new quarterback contracts – Stock down for all of them. Cousins, Watson, Goff, Wentz, Jimmy. All right, so let me see if I can remember that list. Cousins, Watson, Goff, Jimmy. It's easy to compare those brothers, but I can guarantee you, Cousins, Watson, Jimmy, Goff, None of them have the workout regimen that Dak Prescott got. None of them have the drive and the will and determination that Dak Prescott got. Oh, on top of that, they all made more money than Dak Prescott ever can dream about thinking. That is the real reality of it. That's the realism right there. But none of them. Look, Dak Prescott, I said in my previous video, shout out to your eyewitness, shout out to your Sonic and William Bernie. Appreciate you, Elijah and Crazy Corvette. But I said this in my last video. Dak Prescott can have a paper cup and try to throw it in the trash can and miss, and it'll be all around the headlines. But all of those quarterbacks that he just mentioned, they can pick their nose, they can run into a wall, they can do all types of stuff, put gum under the seat, all of the stuff that you think that will not make news, it won't make news, right? Matter of fact, they can do something egregious, and it probably would never hit the headline news, right? So my thing is, Cowboy Nation, and everybody that's listening, you get measured three times, four times, a quadruple times, a million times over here in Dallas land, but you can really commit murder in other organizations and it won't, it will not make the headline news. So yes, Dak Prescott should get his coins, but it's all about the Joneses. It's, it's still is the main issue with this. And I know people can go back and forth with his agent, his agent. Well, take that movement from the agent off because all you had to do is make the man extendable extensions before his contract expires. Oh, my goodness. People would not understand it. I just wanted to bring that up and ask you if that means anything or makes you think about at all not being the sixth quarterback in line there with uh, with Dak's new deal. No, it doesn't really change anything. Um, I, I don't know. Watson's stock isn't down, right? I mean, it's he's thought of – he just had his best year. He's thought of as an elite quarterback or borderline elite. So I don't think his stock is down. The other guys, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's clearly. Yeah, what I would say, what I, what, what I would say with Watson, his stock is double standard, man. Bruh. Let me tell, let me tell you guys this. What Watson did this year, a comparable to what Dak Prescott, if he were to do the same set set of circumstances, it would have been on first take, back take, ESPN. Undisputed, uh, you you would have had uh, the, I forgot the guy. Speak for yourself. Uh, Wasn't it J- Jason Whitlock? Uh, everybody been will be saying he's a crybaby, he's a diva, he's not a leader. He's trying to get out of a team that paid him money. Can you imagine Cowboy Nation and beyond? J Farm, shout out to you, one of the mods. C C C Burleson. Can you imagine getting paid a hundred? Let me say it like my granddaddy, $140 million and still have room to complain. 
still have uh, fingers to point. They say when you point the finger, you got three pointed back at you, right? But can you imagine if Dak Prescott got $140 million and, re- and demanding and requesting to be traded? Can you guys imagine that? Oh, what the news and the, and the storyline will be day after day after day after going 4-12. and 12. Oh, my goodness. But somehow, somehow, he's not sullied and denigrated. He's given this pass. He's given this thing like, like, hey, he can walk on water. This guy is without a spot or blemish. Matter of fact, it's everybody's fault but his, right? Oh, Kiki QT is so trash, huh? Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, Randall Cobb is so trash. And he get one year of bad defense and everybody, even Cowboys fans, is is putting up the best debate ever, saying that, hey, he didn't have no defense. Oh, my goodness. Like number 99 never played on his team on the opposite side. Oh, like the years before then, he didn't have a Jadavion Clowney. Oh, like he didn't have A.J. Abouye, whoever that name is, of when he was first starting out. He might not have him. But you guys get what I'm saying. That defense was pretty solid when the first few years under Watson, but, oh, he didn't have any defense. Cowboys forever didn't have any defense. Matter of fact, Cowboys didn't have defense since, since beginning of time. Oh, every time, look, the Cowboys, to me personally, they didn't have defense since they left DeMarcus work on. There's no playmakers on this side of the ball. Now, we got solid pieces. Shout out to my dog, Byron Jones. He's solid, what have you. And, oh, we can look at the facts, what, what, what Tank Lawrence did. But to me personally, to me, Tank Lawrence, he got his bag, and his situation is a whole lot different from Dak Prescott because he had some, some rough situations before he even got his money. And we can pull up facts on that, but I digress. Look, people would look at this defense and say, well, Law, they was top this, they were top that. Look at the defense. When teams wanted to run, they was able to run, meaning that you had to literally put outscore the opposition. I, I think we had um, Jesse Holly on the show. Uh, for those who watch the behind-the-scenes actions, uh, he, he, he was putting out there saying that, hey, the team, when we scored 30 points or more, we was an uh, 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 unbelievable winning record. But when we don't score 30 points, we have this egg on our face. Look, I cannot stress this out enough. Regardless of how we look at it and regardless of how people try to put lipstick on a pig, this defense for, uh, I would say, at least uh, over a half of a decade never could stop the run. They circumvented it by stopping the run by, by, by running the ball themselves, right? <laughs> Time managing, playing keep away. And, and, and we always had those warts in the middle of the field as it relates to safety. That's just the reality of it. Down, but the naysayers will say, okay, uh, we just went 4-12 and 12 with Deshaun Watson. So he's either a little bit overrated or we can start over, get assets, and, and, and draft somebody else. Yeah, I mean, they would say that. I guess my, re- my response would be they did go 4-12. and 12. They also went 11-5 and five and 10-6 and six in the Hey, let me go let me read this coming. I, I love I love people who like to challenge my my football uh, stuff on on um, on Cobbs. Like he says, five years playoff win. Randall Cobb been good way before Dak. Stop it! Oh, check out his year when he wasn't good. Check out check out all of the news clippings and the press clippings said he fell off. Check out the fact that a lot of people were so angry and upset when we got Randall Cobb because they said he was a shell of himself. He was worthless. He was not he was not used in the sense that he would be anything of an importance for the Dallas Cowboys. And all we seen was Randall Cobb being elevated. Now all we seen is Randall Cobb going back to those ways when he was with Green Bay, when they was trying to usher him out of the door. But, Mr. Prime, five, uh, 39773, if you have any, uh, you know, you know, facts to back that up, then post your video, do a YouTube video, or do a tweet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, do all of those things to go against my points here. But all, now all of a sudden, and even Dr. Football, I, I see that you said that, that Randall Cobb is, was, was a third the third option. Newsflash. He was the third option here, right? <laughs> man, I'm putting you guys in body bags, man. Come on, man. Come with some facts. 
Man, it's just crazy how you guys think that y'all can just put some tweets out here and you think that it's going to be valuable, uh, I guess, valuable substance. It's it's not. It's not. It's it's false. (laughs) Right. So let's look at the two-year sample, not the one. Uh, But, I mean, look, there's only – I mean, of all these guys, only two of them have never had a losing record. Dak Prescott and who else? What, even Watson has had a losing record. Kirk Cousins has a losing record. Wentz, Jimmy, I think Jimmy has. Uh, Goff hasn't, and Dak hasn't. But, you know, we know what the Rams are looking at right now. The Rams want, want out, or at least they're saying they want out. Yeah. Uh, but I would not change. This would not change. I mean, I still, I, st- I would not have signed Jimmy, because they signed Jimmy without any sample. Right. Any. That's that is, that is going to go down. That was one of the dumbest decisions We've seen. They literally signed him because he won two games with Bill Belichick, uh, you know, four years ago. That's it. He, he was two and zero or three. Yeah, two and zero. And then Brissett was one and one. Like that's 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 why they signed him. It was just kind of a crazy situation. Uh, you know, the other guys you could justify at the time of signing him that it was the, it was a fine decision. Um, and, and right now it doesn't necessarily look that good. Yeah, it would not change my mind. I think I think the only positive thing to say about Jerry and Steven in not getting this deal done is I've always been a proponent of waiting if you're if you're unsure about the player. And I do believe that as of two years ago, Jerry and Steven were unsure. Uh, the well. Dak heads, the local homers in town, uh, they all Dak wanted heads. Dak to be signed after they beat the Seahawks in the playoffs. <laughs> I get what he said, though. Y'all, y- y'all get how he put that word in there, substitute the word. You know what he tried to say. That boy, that boy slick. Y- y- y'all know what he said, calling us, calling people dackheads. Y- y'all, <laughs> it's funny, though. It's funny, though. It's funny, though. I-, I love it. I love it. It's objectivity. It's objectivity. Tough game in Arlington. And I was like, ah, if it costs you, I did the same thing with Tank. I'm like, let's see if Tank goes to a season not hurt. Let's see if his drive is still the same. It's going to cost you more, no doubt about it. But I, I'm not totally, completely sold. And I think Jerry wanted to see more out of Dak. And and I would ask Jerry, what season, if 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 it's true that they're desperate still to sign him and they love him, like they say publicly to us. What season had more of an impact on you wanting to sign him? Mm. Two years ago, the 8-8 eight and eight with all the high QBRs and all the fancy numbers y'all love to throw at me, or this past season when you saw what you were without him. I wonder which season impacted Jerry and Steven more in wanting to lock him up. But I agree with you. When you, when you feel like you have an answer there, not the answer but an answer at quarterback, you lock him up. Because you are you're, you're you're screwed without him. The Indianapolis Colts right now, like they may be torturing themselves in this upcoming season. They have a win now roster. They right. have all this talent. Right. They got it on both sides of the ball. Awesome GM that everybody loves. A coach that everyone compliments. And they may not have a quarterback. And they may just need a quarterback on Dak Prescott's level to be looked upon as a major, major contender. But if they don't get it in this offseason, if they don't have that answer, if they don't fill it, then Indianapolis is not going to be a threat. And that's why you have to sign him. And I was just wondering if the Autoflexi team fan text thought any differently after all five of those six deals or five of those six situations not working out well right now. Um, Autoflexi. All right, before they go into details of everything else, <clears throat> it's, it's reckless to compare Dak Prescott to Tank Lawrence. Dak Prescott, first four years, comparable. I think they paid Tank, tank on his, what, at his third year or what have you. And, of course, they, they back-to-back put the franchise tag on him. And they paid Tank based off a of production of two years opposed to three. And, of course, Tank Lawrence going into this uh, situation, his resume – was not up to par. He had other things like suspensions and things like that that he had to battle through and injuries. So my thing is, it's not comparisons on that aspect of it. And when we look at everything, the Cowboys really shot themselves in the foot 
by even playing a hardball with Tank Lawrence for them to ultimately uh, pay him the more money than uh, what he was asking for in the first place. So that's just the reality of what the Joneses are doing. And on the second note, we got to be real with ourselves. The Colts are good, but they're not light years ahead of us. They're not that far ahead of us. One can argue that if this team can fix some parts of this defense, make the necessary investments, we are way ahead of the Colts. But I know that a lot of people will say, well, no, you're just looking from the lenses of the Cowboys. But I know that they've just been, what, recently in the, in the playoffs, so they're going to get that mantle of a better successful team or more successful team. But, look, <clears throat> we, we if we – if we can just remove all of the crazy stuff and pay and play the players and pay the players that really earned and earned their right to be out there, then we would see that this team can turn around. But it is what it is. Listen to more what they got to say. See fan text eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Soon, I think the franchise quarterback will slowly disappear. Uh, I, man, I. I no, I, I, no, no, no. Um, I think I think what that person is trying to say, I got a similar tweet yesterday, is I predict that people will start, you know, trying to treat, and Broadus has always said this, people will try to start treating quarterbacks like running backs, and that's just not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. It's not, it's not feasible. No GM and no head coach want to do that. You can't. No one. And, and Broadus has always said it, he's right. Unless you have – Permanent job status, and only two guys in the league do, then you better find a quarterback. You can't just say, all right, three years, done, next. Three years, done. You're going to get fired. You're going to lose your job. Uh, Matt LaFleur doesn't want to start with Jordan Love. You kidding me? Matt, Matt, Matt LaFleur right. isn't worried about the future. Matt LaFleur needs to finish a Packers season off with a Super Bowl appearance and a title. And the only way that's happening right now is with Aaron Rodgers. So Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick are the only ones who could try that revolving door at quarterback. Otherwise, everyone's going to get fired, and, and no one no one's going to do that throughout the entire league. He, he, he's right on that. Uh, <clears throat> my thing is with quarterbacks, you know, we, we see quarterbacks can play 10, 15, 20 years, right? And we, we see that quarterbacks began to become even more poised and, and great with the delivery and everything like well, reads of the defense because you can, can't throw anything else, else at them. The problem is is that, you know, the other things decline as you get older. So a uh, 10-year veteran quarterback, 15-year veteran quarterback, they are hard to beat, especially if they made it into the NFL that long. I recall Tony Romo saying that, hey, everything slowed down to him. He he been he been able he was able to see the field clearly. But the problem is it was his health, his ability to stay on the field, right? And, and we see the way that Tom Brady, even though he threw those three interceptions, he's able to identify, okay, this is where the rush is coming from, this is where this is coming at. And this 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 is this, this is a young man's league. We saw what happened to Phillip Rivers. I believe that if his arm talent was semi there, but that side arm just didn't really work out for him, but he was still able to pick apart certain defenses, and he was a difference maker. But ultimately, the season is so long that it batter and it bruises his health, man. And, and that's what happened to John Elway. Towards the latter part of his career, they, they put pieces around him and said, okay, we'll give you a stout defense. We're going to give you a dynamic running back. Go get the Super Bowl. And John Elway finished it the right way, right? You know, so we can look at those things. And I guess Tom Brady was like, man, let me get that model right there. Give me a good stout defense. Give me a running back that's not afraid to run. And you can you can work some things out. You can. It's still a young man's league, by the way. But when we look at this particular team, when you don't have a plan in action, those who plan to fail, fail the plan, right? So, or those who fail the plan, you know, are going to actually fall. They're going to hit their faces with this situation because why? What happened? You took a running back who's the, the average lifespan. Good morning to you, Aaron. Appreciate you. The average lifespan of a running back is three years, right? That's the average lifespan of a running back or, or it could be shorter. 
Now, in an elite running back, maybe his average lifespan, maybe you can add an extra year or two years on that. That is what we are talking about with Ezekiel Elliott. Your window closed, getting closer and closer and closer to close quicker with a long-term contract with a running back opposed to a quarterback. Because now you're not going to get anything out of that running back. Because every year he take the most bruising, he take the most hits. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys shouldn't have paid Ezekiel Elliott, but they should at least look at the situation and approach Ezekiel Elliott camp and said, okay, well, if we pay you, you got to know that we're not going to be able to pay this quarterback, right? That's just the bottom line. But <laughs> Look, Corey Dillon was a fantastic running back, right? You know, uh, and he, he got, tra- got traded or picked up to the, um, to the Patriots. They made a run with him, right? Oh, look, when you set your team up right, we can look at it like this, and I'm, I'm pressured for time. I got to uh, roll in a few, so I'm gonna, I got about 10 more minutes. Dang. Um, here, here's the situation. Even with Peyton Manning, he had a guy that was always, because I've seen the storyline of, hey, you got, you, you know, the running back doesn't count that much or the running back do count that much or what have you. But I, I want you guys, I encourage you guys to look up his running back, who he came into the league with, right? And he had always, he always had the uh, the number 88 Marvin Wilson, uh, Marvin Harrison, I meant to say. He always had the other guy, uh, Wayne. W- what was the running back for, uh, his name is the tip of my tongue, but he came into the league with that. He came into a league with, with, with a loaded roster. Edge, right? Edge, Edger and James. Look up Edger and James. Look, look I, I, I tell you this. Look up Edger and James. First four years of running the ball. Look up Ezekiel Elliott. First four years of running the ball. They, 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 their situations are very similar, you know, as far as statistical uh, categories, right? Yeah, Adrian James. Man, yeah, I got some football people in here. And when you look up Ezekiel Elliott, football statistics very comparable. Oh, you look up Dak Prescott, and I know I'm gonna get all type of hate mail when I say this. You look up Dak Prescott first four years, right? And you look up uh, Peyton Manning's first four years, very comparable. And I know it's a different league or what have you. But it took them nine years for him to get to the Super Bowl, right? And they had to change our head coach. And the running back that was with him, Adrian James, he didn't make it. They went and got a Joseph Adai, right? They went and got somebody else. They said, uh, Ed, you good for us. But, man, dog, you gone, bro. Oh, he gone. <laughs> he didn't make it. He didn't get his chance to see the promised land, right? Zeke is solid, though. Zeke is solid, Greg. But uh, what I'm saying is so was Edger and James. He was solid. <clears throat> no, no one's going to do that. I, I, I am not scared of, of signing these guys. Um, I'm not scared of swinging and missing. I'm much more scared of not swinging at all. <laughs> I would much rather fail than never even give it, give it a shot. So I, I, if I think I have a quarterback, I'm going to take my chances with him. And if I miss, I miss. Not a big deal. People miss all the time. I'm not scared of fail. I'm not scared of missing. I'm scared of not even figuring it out and try, and even trying for it. Uh, but a lot of people are like, you know, Deshaun had record numbers in garbage time this year. Uh, that's that's some of the people are talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, Houston traded their best receiver for a third-string running back. Uh, you know, it, if uh, it's cowardly thinking to worry about what other teams do, worry about what you do, mm-hmm. and then forget about the other examples you still sign the guy you think is the best one if you think that basically was that if you think Dak is it doesn't matter whether or not the Rams feel that way about Jared Goff or Deshaun Watson happened to go four and 12 one year don't worry about that sign your guy oh wow <clears throat> we'll, we'll have to pick up uh, the rest of this but at this time but uh I feel what, you, what everybody's saying, uh, and I, I've seen some people say William Anthony says Zeke is, is a better running back than Adrian James. Um, Zeke will have to finish out his career, but right now, for the first four years, there, there's nothing to say that, that he's a way, way better running back. Uh, everything is very, very, very comparable uh, for the first four years or what have you, and, and I know that that we, we can look at it differently, right? Remember, different type of league, you know. If if Edgerman James played in this society or this league or what have you, maybe, just maybe. 
uh, uh, his number would have been uh, less or what have you because it's more of a pass-happy league now. Um, but I think that Jason Garrett uh, was trying to run more of the uh, quote-unquote slow system. Let me see if I can pull this up right quick before I, I dip up out of here. Um, but I really appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. It's just one of those things where it's <laughs> I got to go. But um, it's it, it look, what we got to do is stop – looking at everything and look at one thing. And the one thing is the consistent matter of Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys making the same mistakes over and over again. And all of this could have been avoided basically of us talking about Dak Prescott versus this guy versus that guy and just stand behind something, you know, it's not all about, you know, um, let me see. Here we go right here. It's not all about, let me see if I can put this. All right, let me. Oh, oh, uh oh. I'm almost there. Bear with me. Bear with me. Matter of fact, let me do this right quick. Let me do this right quick while I set this up. I, I love, I love this. I love this. Give me Give me a few seconds here. Give me a few seconds. Mm. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with everything, right?
right, Cowboy Nation. I, I, I just wanted to do a quick comparison right quick, uh, and I couldn't figure out the numbers because of the fact that um, Ezekiel Elliott was suspended or what? Uh, when you think about it. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott had better numbers, but they are so close to everything because due to the suspension and due to the rulings, you really can't really put a finger to it. But just for some objectivity, uh, Edgerman James, I, I don't think that he was with the Colts when they won their Super Bowl because they got rid of him, right? And and my thing is, and, and I'm not trying to sully or denigrate one or the other, but they both had right around 6,000 yards or what have you, 46 touchdowns for Ezekiel Elliott, 42 for Edgerman James, 4.5 yards rush. That's really good over a stretch of five years and 4.1 for edge and uh, both receptions or what have you, 1,997, uh, 1,957 yards for Ezekiel with 10 touchdowns, 10 tubs as young kids would say these days. Uh, and uh, 2,019 yards for edge with 10 tubs. But this is what you want to look at to get a full grasp of everything. Uh, a full consensus of everything is what we supposed to go by is per game. And you go to the per game, uh, that ratio is a little bit better for everybody to understand. Uh, in 2016 to 2020 and 1999 to 2003, the attempts were more for edge and the average yards per game was more for edge. So when I contextualize it, I'm looking at it like, uh, with those years with Peyton Manning, he averaged 95 yards a game, 0.6. That's the same ratio uh, opposed uh, to, uh, I guess you can state that Ezekiel had the same number in there, and 89.9. So uh, this guy gives you a little bit more yards as relates to uh, receptions, Yards per average because I think it was more of a run league then that during that time frame wasn't as pass happy as it is now, but the, those numbers you can uh, pull it here and there. But uh, the receptions uh, he averaged four more receptions or a point like a yard I guess a one and maybe two receptions more if you look at that reception number than Ezekiel Elliott per game and thirty one yards compared to twenty seven. So this is pretty much. Similar uh, numbers here from Adrian James and Ezekiel Elliott. Now, what I would like to marry up is uh, year six, seven, and eight, and we don't have that yet for Ezekiel Elliott, how his numbers will be comparable to those numbers there. Uh, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. I, I'm always trying to bring out the the actuals versus somebody's opinions. And, you know, everybody have an opinion, right? You know, those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still, right? But you can't argue against facts. So when you put the facts out there, it put people into a corner and they're going to have to fight themselves out of it, right? So let's continue to grind the shine, Cowboy Nation. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Be safe this weekend. Uh, have fun. If you're with loved ones, make sure you spend time with them. And we continue to find ways to get things going the best way possible. I really appreciate you all. For those who think opposite of me, I really appreciate you guys. We got to have objectivity. I'm not saying, okay, pay Dak Prescott $50 million for crying out loud. But what I'm saying is that we found ourselves in the same corner because we put ourselves there. If they would have went to pay Dak Prescott, what, 22 maybe 25 or $26 million when they were able to, we wouldn't have this conversation. We'd be talking about we'd be talking about other things. We'd be building on the defensive side of the ball or maintaining. Uh, I've seen somebody said, hey, if you were paid Dak Prescott, and I forgot to give you credit, but if you paid Dak Prescott uh, the $27 million, maybe you could have kept Byron Jones and go out there and grab a Justin Simmons, right? But it's hard to put the toothpaste back into the tube and people do what they want to do. Uh, write this down. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you will simply 
Oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and scargacity, with faith, open confidence, and stern pertinacity. If neither cold province, famish, or fame, or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged and grim and beseed and beset it, with the help of Almighty Cowboy Nation, regardless, you will get it. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Appreciate y'all, man.